0: What at Geo usually uh, is looked at when you are hiring someone, uh, for uh, specifically for IoT-related uh, roles, and usually what what are the roles, different roles that uh, you hire? Hello, welcome to the episode 8 of the Belk IoT podcast, IoT Everything, with me, Sai Prakash Belkeri. So, in this episode 8, I have a lot of things to share with you because... I'll be talking all about AWS reinvent. man, a lot of a lot of things that uh, Andy, the CEO of uh, AWS Am- Amazon Web Services, has shared in his keynote. So I've brought put together few key things around IoT and also some other things that I really liked uh, to share with you today. So, that would be in the first section and then followed by, I'll be talking uh, to our guest today who is Piyush Supe who works as a manager for IoT products and services at Reliance Geo. And he's going to share with us a lot around IoT project management. So stay tuned. Okay, so AWS reInvent. Man, a lot of, really a lot of things uh, with, uh, I don't know, where do I start with? So I'll go with the same flow, which, uh, uh, you know, was followed in Keynote. So the first thing that was spoke about in the Keynote was around their IAS services, which is infrastructure as a service. Uh, so the best thing that I really liked there was uh, that they are now introducing Mac OS in their instances, which is also uh, virtual machines that you can spin up uh, from AWS portal. So all we had till now earlier was either a Windows OS or Linux OS. I mean, the different flavors of them. But uh, Mac OS is a new one that AWS brought in with their recent launch. The next thing was around Graviton 2, which is a new processor. Again, uh, uh, you know, it's a second version of Graviton, which is a processor from AWS. So they uh, went on to claim that it it has... 40 percent you know better price to performance ratio uh, when compared to Graviton and it's uh, a good thing which you know actually increases the performance and also uh, optimizes the cost of running services or applications on it. Also they announced one more chip which was AWS Tranium uh, which is a ML training chip for most cost effective uh, training in the cloud is what they claim uh this this would be released you uh, know in, in the second half of uh, 2021 so uh there's quite some time to wait for it all right so the next thing that was really interesting was uh the launch of ecs anywhere and eks anywhere for those who don't know what ecs and eks are they are basically the these are the containerization services basically from uh, uh, aws which allows you to Run your applications on it. Basically, Uh, I'll not go into much details about it, but yeah, that's what it is. It basically allows you to run your applications on it. And it's a a kind of efficient way than, you know, having, you know, spinning up a VM uh, rather than using containers would be a better option. Again, it depends on the uh, scenario that you Uh, your application is basically running on but yeah that's what it is so earlier they had only ECS and uh, EKS which are elastic containerization service and elastic uh, kubernetes service Uh, usually these were present only on cloud as of now Uh, but now with ECS anywhere and EKS anywhere they are also providing platforms these platforms on on on-premise like if you have Uh, your own data centers, your own uh, servers, then you can also deploy these things on them and, you know, get the benefit of all uh, of these services, basically. And then the other most uh, important thing that I felt was uh, there's also another service called AWS Lambda, which is also called as a serverless uh, service, basically, uh, which means that if you have some uh, applications which kind of run only sometimes but uh, and but for that you do not want to uh, run servers all the time then you can use this uh, serverless architecture basically which means that your application will uh, come up uh, only when it's required and then it will go back uh, you know it will be just decommissioned later uh, so that's the kind of serverless architecture it is uh, used uh, you know more often in iot uh, implementations also so yeah that's what uh, is about aws lambda and then so uh, usually they used to charge uh, for these services uh, or you know you know for the amount of time that uh, uh, that service has run so earlier this uh, was being charged for uh, each you know 100 milliseconds per uh, there was a fixed price for every 100 milliseconds now they are charging it for each millisecond so that drastically brings down the the amount of cost that would be incurred to run your service for example if your service is running only for say uh, 10 milliseconds but you had to pay for uh, 100 milliseconds earlier now if it's running only for 10 milliseconds then you have to play pay only for 10 milliseconds so that's the difference it's going to bring it and the next thing on my list is aws proton which is a managed deployment service for containers and services basically uh, when you look at uh, these uh, this is this uh, you can call it as a you know a deploy, uh, devops as a service uh, offering basically because earlier when you see uh, uh, if you are a developer you would know it better but yeah uh, essentially when you uh, you know write uh, or design any application in microservices based architecture uh, we essentially have to do a lot of managing uh, in uh, in the perspective of uh, you know uh, the patch updates for each of the uh, each of the part of the application or each microservice essentially so uh, it involves a lot of uh, DevOps uh, work from DevOps perspective so what uh, AWS is doing here is they are bringing in AWS Proton essentially they uh, say that you know you can just uh, you know define all your dependencies for each of your uh, uh, microservices and then uh, you just have to uh, you know enable this service and uh, it will take care of all the dependencies deployment and all the stuff uh, and you just have to pass your code and uh, mention your dependencies and that's it. it it would take care of all the rest of the things uh, so it's basically a devops as a service tool uh, is what i feel and this is only for the uh, you know containerized applications and uh, microservices. Uh, there are a lot of a lot of other things Uh, you know uh, around uh, the storage around the uh, relational databases they uh, went on to uh, mock uh, Oracle and Microsoft a lot uh, uh, for their uh, you know uh, behaviors with their clients or customers for the for these RDBMS uh, uh, licenses that they provide and uh, aws came up with their own products and uh, features uh to you know try and divert those customers and uh, get on get them onto aws uh they are uh, you know pretty well designed uh i don't know how how would they work but essentially yeah the they, they seem a little good products so no comments on that uh going ahead uh, they also uh, you know came up with a lot of uh, different services around uh, machine learning, uh, a lot of different so uh, One, uh, you know, essential uh, uh, service that I really liked was uh, Amazon QuickSight Q, uh, which is just a kind of, uh, which is just a, a NLP, uh, natural language processing uh, model. It What it does is basically in in companies like, you know, huge corporates where they use this uh, SAP and other ERP systems, uh, usually you have to, you know, pull data out of that and generate reports. But uh, what they are trying to do here is you just have to ask uh, something like uh, show me the profits profits for last uh, uh, quarter and it would uh, it would just, you know, bring all the data and then. Populate it uh, based on just a, na- a natural uh, language request. Okay, so those were a lot of things. Now, coming on to IoT, they have re- uh, brought in four different features, uh, new features uh, around IoT. Uh, the first one is Amazon Monitron with this service they are what they are essentially trying to do is they are providing end-to-end solution for uh, equipment monitoring Uh, they are providing this uh, it it wasn't clear uh, that much but what i understood is basically they are trying to provide these sensors and also the other equipments uh, which you basically just have to you know plug plug in and then uh, it would be live like you just have to Uh, uh, deploy them wherever you require and uh, they would be seamlessly connecting to the uh, AWS cloud and from there you would be getting all the insights that you need on a monitor on app also Uh, so they they just have a they just had a uh, you know uh, slide where they showed uh, sensors connecting to gateway and then AWS cloud and from there the data showing up on a mobile app so that was uh, called uh, uh, amazon monitron and then the other thing was uh, amazon lookout uh, this thing is a really good feature uh, you know uh, for predictive maintenance what they are essentially trying to provide here is this is a kind of top level service where you do not have to Uh, Worry about anything. You do not have to write any code uh, For or you do not have to you know write up uh, uh, any machine learning model You just have to provide your data to that uh, service and then it would predict uh, the anomalies or uh, You know it would predict the defects in that uh, particular image Uh, essentially i guess it might work in this way that you know you uh, first have to define what is what is a good uh, part or what is a bad part and then it would essentially be able to differentiate those things uh they also went on to say that this can be used in uh I know chips man, uh, man you know the uh, ch- uh, silicon wafer chip manufacturing uh, where you can also detect the minuscule of uh, defects uh, well that's a new no that's not a new thing for uh, this uh, you know for detecting the anomalies in silicon wafers and all these things but yes this can provide a, you know a really good uh, uh, it, this can be a really good service or a feature in uh you know in factories and uh, assembly lines where uh, you have to do that quality check and all those things you can basically place a camera keep checking for the defective devices and then uh, take actions accordingly yeah that could be a really great service and uh, the next thing that uh, they uh, announced was aws panorama appliance now This is again a hardware appliance that uh, uh, essentially connects to the existing cameras that are uh, you know uh, that were deployed in a factory. So what this does is uh, it would connect uh, it would connect uh, all the cameras would connect to this particular piece of hardware and from there you would uh, you know uh, connect it to it would also have uh, it would you it would basically connect to the aws cloud and uh, you know stream that data all over and uh, it also has some pre-built machine learning models uh, which you can leverage off so that that's really a great piece of hardware where you can uh, you know you cannot uh, say that you know the existing hardware would go into vain and then You can use the existing hardware, just add this piece of, uh, uh, it would, uh, I feel it would sit uh, along with the gateway and then, uh, you know, pass on the data further. But essentially, yes, uh, they also said that uh, it would be uh, streaming almost up to 20 concurrent uh, streams of, uh, you know, streams of data that was, that is being streamed from cameras. So yeah, that's what it is. And the last thing that uh, they also added uh, along with uh, AWS uh, Panorama Appliance was AWS Panorama SDK uh, which, uh, which would help actually uh, the, the new smart camera uh, b- the producers uh, who are kind of building it now. So it would help them in the development so that they can build new uh, smart cameras. Yeah. And the last thing that they uh, mentioned was around hybrid. So essentially, uh, hybrid is usually defined as, you know, the cloud and on-prem. Essentially, on-prem also means, uh, uh, you know, having your own data centers or servers that is on-prem. And uh, you also run your services or your applications in the cloud. So having uh, both the, the things running together like for example having your database on yours uh, on your own uh, data centers and uh, having the remaining applications hosted on the cloud so this is kind of a hybrid solution this was the standard definition but aws in this keynote went on to redefine this uh, uh, this definition what they actually said is they also went on to comment that uh, you know this uh, Hybrid as a, you know, solution was brought in by uh, the, the companies who were providing this on-prem services. But n- nevertheless, yes, they uh, AWS went on to redefine it by saying uh, on-prem not only means the dat- the on-prem data centers, but it also includes the server, the, the edge devices, the other servers, uh, you know, all the other gateways and all these things that you have. Like, for example, an agriculture uh, field where would you would have a lot of sensors and all these things. So all these things would also be an on-prem, which would be working in hand with the cloud. Uh, so yes, this could be called a hybrid solution is what they defined uh, the term hybrid as. All right. So that those were the things that I had my own list. Uh, there were really a lot of other things, but uh, that would uh, actually take me another complete podcast to record. But yes, these were the important things that I kind of summarized out of the keynote. The keynote was actually almost three hours long. It was almost for me like watching a complete movie. But uh, yeah, it was really interesting and a lot of great features that uh, uh, AWS brought in. Okay, so that brings me to the second section of this podcast, which is where we talk to our guests who would be usually an expert around iot so yes so this week we have pu supay who is manager for iot products and uh, services at uh, reliance geo who which is a huge huge company at india Okay, before I let you listen to the guest today, I have a kind request that, you know, please ignore the uh, background noises. Uh, I tried my best to remove it in the, remove it out in the editing, but yes, Piyush was, uh, you know, working over the weekend also, and uh, he also had his uh, two months old kid with him. Uh, So there was a few, few unavoidable background noises so please bear with it but piyush has really great things to share so take a listen to it hello piyush thanks a lot for joining me today uh you know i've been uh, again waiting a lot of for a lot of time to get you in i i know you were busy with a lot of uh, uh responsibilities at geo geo is uh, uh, a great you know it, it has tremendously uh Uh, Change the face of India uh, in the way we consume data, in the way we use internet. So you know you have been doing a lot of great works. uh, In in some time, we'll you know definitely talk about that. But you know I'll allow you to uh, talk about yourself, introduce yourself to your uh, my audience, and uh, you know please go ahead and uh, talk about yourself first, please.
1: Yeah, hi Sai, this is totally my pleasure actually to be here, and uh, I, I really. You know, I appreciate the effort that you're putting in, calling in the people from different sectors, especially, not different sector, but rather from, like, you know, specialists into the IoT and data side. So that is really helpful. And, uh, yeah, this is, this is, I, I see this podcast thing that everything is going on, like, this is surely going to help people who are trying to get into this sector. And, uh, yeah, as, as long as I am concerned, I, I, I just love IoT and uh, basically I work as a, I started as a developer in IoT basically just writing, writing scores from scratch. Uh, May it be like embedded level, microcontroller 8 bit level or 32 bit level then to the Linux level. So it started from that way. Uh, IoT hit me when, when I opened the, the like, you know, uh, home router basically. The one who I have, like, the TP-Link router, basically. Uh, yeah, so it started with opening up a household router, basically. Okay, mm-hmm. so, yeah, so that's how it is. And at Jio, I got hired, like, you know, as a manager uh, for IoT products. My job mm-hmm. is to look for the total IoT-related software development, uh, okay. embedded side, as well as the, some part of the cloud side. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's how it is. That's how that's where that's how I think uh, that defines me the best, actually, as an IoT. When I say IoT engineer or IoT product manager, uh, that defies me. Okay. Uh, that uh, that defines me good. When it's, like you know, when I say I know both ends of IoT, basically how things work on the edge side as well as on the cloud side. So ah, that's how great. it is. That's how it is. That's all. That's me in brief. Basically, there are many things I can tell, but that's me in brief right now
0: wow great great i really like the way you started uh, saying you know i love iot and uh, that's that's the thing uh, that ke- you know keeps us uh, even yeah. me uh, uh, you know keep working for uh, these things uh, that's that's really great so uh, what are your uh, you know uh, what is what does your daily work look at look like at jio uh,
1: basically uh, on a very normal day Right, you know things are pretty calm and everything. All they need to do is like make sure like everything is in place. The software is mm-hmm. written in time. The git, mm-hmm. the git is uploaded. The git is committed on time. The ports are getting okay. pushed on time. Yeah. Okay. On a on a hassle, full of hassle. The day full of hassle. Okay, there can be anything. I will be doing. I will be talking to a, to a to a hardware guy. I will be talking to a some some software guy. I will be like you know. uh try to not to raise my voice but still sometimes it happens but you need yeah. to, you need to deal with things try to convince upper management or some do to, to to do something or to not to do something okay mm-hmm. uh exercising my powers to say no to the people okay okay yeah and, and sometimes like you know sometimes yeah this this kind of things we keep doing as a product manager on a daily basis on hassle full day yeah, yeah things go a little bit like you know the team's the teams are not, like, you know, they are the things, sometimes what happens, like, you know, the teams are, some teams are lagging behind, some are not doing good, some are not doing good. But you have to, like, you know, they create chaotic situations at, at times.
2: Correct, you know. correct. So,
1: you know, at, at a, yeah, that's, that's what PM does, actually, basically, you know, to maintain the, to synchronize everything, to harmonize everything, and to keep mm-hmm. everything on track, basically.
0: To, to basically maintain order in chaos yes
1: basically yes <laughs> when something goes wrong it's my job to say order order okay okay that's yeah, okay that's, that's
0: great is. so what does you know what does a project manager mean and uh, you know what are usually the roles and responsibilities of a project manager and how is it different for a iot project manager because i I assume uh you know for iot project manager uh, it comes in with a lot of uh, other roles and other knowledge that one has to you know have uh, when compared to the regular project manager
1: right right right. so uh uh, let me be very honest with you like you know the the pm job is is about like as i said it's like it's a very it's a very tough job at the end of the day. Let me be very honest with you. Okay, there is nothing to be boasted about. Like I am a PM and I am the greatest person, or I am doing something mm-hmm. like you know extraordinary. Uh, the thing is like you basically deal with people. Okay, so generic product management or IoT product management. Okay, mm-hmm. but the bottom line stays. Bottom line stays same basically. So let's take an example. Okay, uh, you are developing a website. And, mm-hmm. uh, okay, in a website, let's say, uh, for example, the uh, commonly used uh, websites are the Facebook websites, say, okay, when you open the page up, you see 10 things over there, okay, what's on your mind, sign up, log in, then Correct. upload your picture, edit your profile, many things, mm-hmm. every small, small things, okay, there's mm-hmm. a good chance that every, even the smallest of the part, like, you know, how the search button will work, okay, we'll mm-hmm. have a separate product manager ah okay okay we want to define that okay just one web page coming up in front of you the sign up mm-hmm. pattern will be designed by someone else what happens for the uh the, yeah basically the sign up pattern uh, sign up uh, product manager will be someone else okay and what happens after the sign up that product manager will be something someone else oh, okay. okay okay so product management is more like you know you know, like you know, if you are given a task, if you are assigned a product, basically, or a feature, rather rather than rather than seeing a product, maybe product is a whole mm-hmm. whole thing. The product can mm-hmm. be divided into like multiple feature. Feature one, two, three, four, like you know, with a Facebook page, login is one feature, search is another mm-hmm. feature, adding friend is third Correct. feature. Okay. Uh-huh. Finding a friend is a fourth feature. Okay. Correct. All everything together makes one product. So. When it comes down to now, now that I have told you, like you know, how product managers are get divided, how the product is broken down into features, and every feature may have another uh, different product owners. But mm-hmm. when it comes to IoT, when you say when, when somebody says I am an IoT product manager, okay, mm-hmm. that just means one thing. This guy knows how to put a resistor on an electronic board, okay, and he, uh, and he knows how to register first event on the cloud. Putting a oh. register on a board and registering a first event on the cloud, he knows everything in between. Basically, that's
0: that's very well said.
1: That's the IoT product manager. Okay.
0: Okay. So, so he got he has to know everything from embedded systems, uh, you know, from scratch, hardware to software, cloud, everything.
1: Yeah, basically he know, needs to know everything oh great yeah so that's how it is if somebody says a complaint like the boards are not getting manufactured on time some components is missing or something like that okay mm-hmm. you are responsible if somebody says like something the link is not getting set up or some, some device is not coming up on the server side or something it's your responsibility the web pages are getting hang, hung or basically mm-hmm. you can say the device, uh, devices are sending the data but it's not coming in on the web page or some kind of, some kind of something is getting screwed or something. You are the one who is responsible. Okay. okay. So I, when mean, yeah. it comes to IoT product manager, there are there are five different, what do you call that? Uh, scenes or five different sections where you should be really good at. Like, uh, if I have to name a few, right? You know, the uh, device hardware, device software, communications, cloud platform, cloud application. These are the five things that you should be like very much aware of. Uh, Maybe not okay. a pro at every level, but you should be very mm-hmm. much aware of. You should mm-hmm. be pro at least one or two things from this for sure. No no one is going to hire you for like you know if you don't know anything.
0: But okay. uh, yeah.
1: So but, but it's more like you know, you should be like aware of what happens next. After this, mm-hmm. after that, after this, after that. Okay. So product manager is like IoT is that's how that what differentiate IoT product manager from a generic product manager
0: okay so what are what are the usual uh, you know i would uh, really like to know what are the usual problems that you see at uh, you know at your daily job so what what kind of uh, problems uh, does a project management uh, manager has to face if you can explain Uh, with a couple of examples
1: another uh Problems, you know, uh, I would not say it's a problem. Basically, it's more like a part of a job. Actually, we we are a problem. Resol- uh, when you see something is problem, our basic job is like resolving that shit. Okay,
2: yeah, I got you know, it.
1: That <laughs> <But there laughs> that's is, okay. Yeah, yeah, the, that's how it is. If there is some problem, okay, we are going to solve that thing. Okay, so mostly, mostly, most of the problems, you know, most of the most of the times, so the problem. When you say the problem, most of the time, the problems are like inter team communication. Ah, uh, okay. Inter team managing people, right? Managing people, managing teams, and moreover, if a product has multiple product managers, okay, even mm-hmm. it, that happens in IOT also, okay. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, basically, suppose so there is a hardware team and there is a software team, okay, two different mm-hmm. teams. Each team will have their own heads, okay, group head or some something like that.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: liaising with this guy, okay, okay, give me some resources. <laughs> okay uh, i have some product feature to be built uh, can i can you free a couple of your resources say for the i will give one example that will that will be really good to understand so mm-hmm. we had this one product okay where uh, where we used to measure the current across the resistor
2: okay, okay.
1: and uh, every time the software guys what did what happened is uh, the hardware got made and few few mm-hmm. first few pieces came into the office for this day. So, mm-hmm. our software guys programmed that thing, okay. And whenever they used to plug in for the current measurement, the, the, uh, the register used to blow up. Boom. Boom. But <laughs> otherwise, okay, we thought we were. Well, I was there in front of them when they were testing the software. Even I was like, that product was really, really, you know, uh, high priority, very high priority product, actually. Okay. okay. So, I was. I was I had to be everywhere on that project. If somebody is doing mm-hmm. any little changes, I had to be there. Okay, there is no chance here that I'm sitting somewhere else or or someone is doing something and I'm, I'm not really looking into that. I had to be there. So, first device, boom. Second device, okay. boom. Third device, boom. Fourth oh, device, boom. Fifth device, okay. okay. We keep it. Okay, <laughs> so, We're not going to... Touch it. Touch it. <laughs> yeah. Unless we get some hardware expert in though in here. Okay. Okay. So now here's here this thing caused a problem basically. Now the software engineers and even I know some kind hard, of hardware, but those guys are pro. The designers one who have designed it, they know mm-hmm. it very well what, what way what is going on and what things went wrong or something like that. So for this thing, I waited for three days, I can tell you. Oh I waited from like you know, Tuesday I put up a request. This thing has happened. We just down mm-hmm. to one board now. We had five five boards for testing. We're down to one board. Software team can't afford to blow up that board. Okay. Mm-hmm. So kindly send couple of your resources from hardware team to check this thing out. Okay. I fired this mail, I can tell you, I fired this mail somewhere uh, some sometime around, uh, somewhere Wednesday evening or something. Okay, I'm not mm-hmm. sure. The evening, there's no going, to, no nobody's going to reply. But Thursday, Sorry. Friday, and Monday. Okay. okay. Monday meaning I got two resources. Ah. Okay, these are the problems that you need to solve. You need to raise these issues. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm and, and not like they are, they were like sitting idle or they were sitting free over there. But what has hampered is the software team had nothing to do for the next three days. Got it. Okay. So, this has hampered my three days. Think of it. It is a thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not a software yeah. product. Basically, okay, just uh, write some code, change this thing, do that, do this, website, okay. Blue color mode, just make it red color. No, it's not even that kind of change.
2: Correct, is, correct, correct.
1: It's hardware, hardware change,
2: basically. Mm-hmm.
1: Even if that was a embedded software change, that would have been tackled in a day or two. Okay, this is a software change. But mm-hmm. hardware change, we need to make very sure like what's going on. So Tuesday they figured out the entire problem, what happened. They changed the register. They, they somehow placed it like some 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 low value or low low, low capacity resistor that used to that couldn't could not be at the load of like two amperes on a mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh for like you know, continuous two ampere load. So they changed mm-hmm. it and like kind of thing. So these are the problems the PM face actually. Then there are there is another problem, like you know, there is another problem that bugs that is that is a nightmare for every PM. Okay. What is that? Feature update. Oh God. Okay. What happens is the release is planned in the next three days. Somebody uh-huh. gets some idea. Okay. We can put this feature. This will okay. be a groundbreaking feature. And convince him. So convincing him to not to build that feature at this moment. Because this might jeopardize your demonstration that is just two days down the line. Okay, and some, somebody is from upper management, very senior level, then then that is like sometimes it, it, it becomes like, you know, okay, why, how could you say no to?
0: What do you think you know, yeah. is this, this feature? Like is if, not if good. Ambani comes down and says, Mukesh Ambani sir comes down and says, I want this, then you hardly can say anything.
1: I don't want to say anything. I will be like, I am going home. <laughs> God. Well, basically, that's how it is. But yeah, that's that's the that's the real 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 part of any PM job. So doesn't matter you are the entry level PM or you are a very senior level PM. You need mm-hmm. to know. You need to know how to say no. You must okay. say no. Use that word more often. That might hurt a few mm-hmm. people, but that might not hurt. That will that will always do good to your product. Okay. Okay. That will always do good to your product. Okay, so mm-hmm. no product manager. We are product manager. Our job is to get the feature done. Okay. Correct. But correct. Our but the more what more important is we are building feature one feature after another one feature another feature then another feature. The product stays mm-hmm. in the office itself.
2: Ah, okay. Think
1: of it that way. Okay. So suppose we are making a toy. My first starter failed because we never learned this part. We all were ah. engineers. We all were developers. We used to write codes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whenever we used to think of a feature, we used to build it. We never mm-hmm. thought of putting a product into the market.
0: Ah. Okay. So you kept, uh, you know, yeah, upgrading so, 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 it, upgrading so it, and never yeah, made it I to market. Don't, I
1: don't even need to read the book for how, what <laughs> PM job is. I know what, I have my own first-hand mistakes. Okay. Correct. So that's how, what happens. When you are talking about, obviously, there are, Everyone, there are 10 guys over there. Everyone mm-hmm. is from IIT, IIT, NIT is kind of guy. everyone will come up with some kind of fantastic idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, but you can't keep the product, uh, building in the feature or oh, after feature, after feature, feature and keep the product in your house itself. Because if uh. you like build a feature, test, build a feature, test. Something screws up, okay. Rebuild a feature, test. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the product is in-house. So, okay. okay, obviously you need to jot down like, you know, what are the basic features you need in a product? What mm-hmm. are the features that are giveable, that are do- doable, basically? Okay, mm-hmm. you need to you need to tell your urban management, like if you are planning for 10 features, I can assure mm-hmm. you of giving you 5 features and I can think of giving you 2 more features if I could find some uh, find some, like, you know, some kind of bandwidth.
2: Okay, mm-hmm.
1: so these are the things... Okay, these are the things that happens. Okay, that, that is a prime job of a PM, basically. When you initiate the product, when you initiate the, you know, uh, when somebody comes to you with a product or an idea and everything, and that needs mm-hmm. to build. built. Okay. There are features, at times, even at times happens, like, you know, there are features that are just groundbreaking. Okay. Uh-huh. You need to include them. Okay. Sometimes Correct. you think, why haven't we thought about this, like, you know, three months back. Okay, today's just a day before or two weeks before or two a week or two before the demonstration where where we used to, we we usually do like long run testing in the last few weeks basically, the product is all Mm -hmm. done, long run testing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes someone come up with a feature that really helps, you know, to like, you know, to build, to build a better product, product user experience basically. So sometimes that are the exceptions, even that needs to be considered. Okay, so PM job is like, you know, making sure Everything that goes in has a value to the product. Everything mm-hmm. that that is left out, okay, okay, Can that does not hamper the product in the wrong. Way. That ah,
0: is the
1: PM's okay. job basically. Simple, okay, simple, or a complica- okay. or, or a complex as that. However you take it.
0: Yeah, I I get it. I get it. You know, uh, it's it's the the toughest part. I feel is always managing people. I and, uh, talking to
1: people, convincing them, yeah. the talking is not a problem, convincing. Some people even uh. don't like your face also. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> yeah, what they I, I, I understand. <laughs> <Correct>. <laughs> yeah. This they somehow, they don't, nobody says that in your, in your face. Okay. But mm-hmm. this thing goes on. This is, there mm-hmm. are people I hate, not hate, but I don't like to talk to or work with. There are people who mm-hmm. don't like to talk to or talk to me or not to, don't like to work with me. But at mm-hmm. the end of the day, we need to, like, you know, figure out the things. We need to go, talk it out. Okay, we are not working for each other. We are working for a third-party company, basically, straight up. Talk it out. Okay. Talk to the people. We have we are humans, and we have a, discovered something called language, or rather invented something called language. Use it. Talk to that person, okay?
0: Got it, got
1: uh, it. It always helps. Yeah.
0: So how, I mean, uh, if I understand it now better that, you know, uh, how IoT project manager is a bit different is that, you know, uh, he has to have all the experience from, right from, uh, you know, uh, the, the regular project, manage- project management skills, but also uh, uh, having a knowledge of all the departments, uh, right yeah. from hardware to software yeah. and clouds it's, and so on. Yes, so yes,
1: yes. Cloud side is, uh, when you say IoT, you know, side, when you say iot mm-hmm. you, 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 what do you think is iot iot is like a statistic it generates the data okay okay so when it generates the data you need to like you know you need to understand what to do with the data okay we will that's that's another part like you know what insights drawing the insights on the data ai ml and everything that is cloud part but basically taking data from a point to the cloud and sending mm-hmm. data from a point to some another remote location obviously okay. when you say I am a PM. You need to understand everything. Yeah, got maybe it, not got a, it. at a pro level, but you need to understand. If somebody is telling you oh, this is a problem, you need to you really need to be in a position to evaluate how how bad it is or how 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 untackable or how unsolvable that problem. is. Okay, you need to be very sure about that. You need to understand uh. to that level to help people basically. Not mm-hmm. to rule them or not to, not to tell them like you know you can't you're not doing your job, but to help them basically. Okay. I got it. But one very important point I would like to add. Okay, over here.
2: Yeah.
1: Over here I would like to add very important point. Mm-hmm. PM is products everything. If product fails, it's PM responsible okay if the if the, if say if the software part of the project is not functioning for right the upper management will come to the pm it's pm responsibility if it mm-hmm. is not working in our case basically the iot case basically it's pm responsibility basically pm is it is his product basically he is mm-hmm. in charge of the product okay Got the developers it. don't know the business side they know mm-hmm. how to write the code they know how to develop the hardware but his PM mm-hmm. job, you cannot expose your team to the upper management. Basically, you need to act as a buffer. Basically, something that comes in from upper management, maybe some kind of like you know firings or some kind of uh, some kind of uh, like you know you did something that did not match the timeline or quality or anything. Okay, the, mm-hmm. fire, the upper management will surely hold you for responsible. And and no matter what, you are the one as a PM who is responsible. It's your yeah. responsibility that things are not working the way they were planned to work. Okay. Okay, or they were they were supposed to work. So the PM's part is to protect his team basically. He need to know in and out of the product. If something is not working, why it's not working? He shouldn't be asking his team. Mm-hmm. Okay. He should he should know it right from the first itself. Why somebody will not be will not work or why something is not working. Because it's no. your product
0: yeah got it so i mean i have seen yeah yeah i've seen this thing like you know I, even i've uh, at my regular uh, uh, work at uh, my company i've seen this that you know pro- uh, project managers really do a great job you know they they you know kind of get uh uh you know they uh, kind of get these things both from the higher management also from the developers that you know this project manager has gone uh, uh, mad and he's giving some, uh, you know, uh, unknown deadlines. He's, you know, some unexpectable uh, deadlines or, you know, you know the, the unreasonable deadlines, basically. Okay. So, you know, the, these these things that developers, uh, we as developers, we talk to each other. Uh, definitely, you know, I see what uh, pain you have to go through. But, you know, uh, coming to uh, technology, uh, what, what do you see? basically uh, uh, you know that is drastically changing i, I know you know iot has been here uh, uh, over a, since a while now and also is uh, evolving a, at a rapid pace but what is the you know uh, uh, thing that you really see coming uh, in in a near future uh, that will uh, hugely impact iot well,
1: uh, apart from the data speeds okay we have talked about it apart from the data speeds okay so when you have a data what is the most important thing when you have a data after getting a chunk of data? Suppose mm-hmm. you have an Excel sheet of thousands, hundred thousands of lines. Okay, it's full of data like with rows and columns and everything. Mm-hmm. What is more important? What is the most important thing after that? What? How do we get do, insights out of yeah, it? Yeah. What do you yeah. conclude from that?
0: Uh, okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. Exactly. The insights. You said it right. No issues with that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Insights. Okay, mm-hmm. what does this data tell you? Okay, there is a data, there is a huge data out there. Okay, mm-hmm. everything, every every second, every every minute, the data is getting generated. Okay,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but what does that data value? What value does that data bring in? Okay, uh-huh. so IoT ends at some point. IoT is more like sending data from one end to another end. Okay, meeting mm-hmm. two ends meet. Okay. To, till today not till today till last few years it was more like doing some actions after sending some data but
2: today
1: or... okay just iot right you know but now iot the data needs to be processed that ai ml nlp these are the things okay mm-hmm. they are these are making this is like you know they completely they are adding a completely new dimension to iot okay
0: okay
1: so have you heard about edge computing Yes. Yeah, the edge computing is something that is taking, uh, taking a huge jump. Like you know, like you know, it is it is revolutionizing IoT. It's been there for like past three, four years now. Why? Why? Important.
0: But why is it? Uh, why is edge computing so important?
1: Exactly, I'm telling you. Uh, uh, we made one device. It was an edge device. It had it had a really good GPU and CPU capabilities basically.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: its job was to take data, like. Images basically a high high definition. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry, to
0: interrupt you here, but uh, before that, can you also you know for for uh, you know a better understanding for my audience, can you also explain what is an edge device in the first?
1: Place? Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, I'm telling you that thing. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm just telling you the use case and what edge device is all about. Okay. Okay. So rather saying, when I said that uh, uh, that board with good CPU and GPU capabilities, okay,
2: mm-hmm.
1: that board has a capability to interface uh, like you know tens of sensors, okay, mm-hmm. also like, you know, read, read switch, uh, accelerometers, and everything, like, you know, so that device, okay, that device, okay, that can be called as an edge device, anything, anything that generates data for IoT, okay, mm-hmm. a simple door sensor, a simple button, okay, connected mm-hmm. to the Wi-Fi, that button, that circuit over there, simple, that sits on, on the physical, some 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 remote location somewhere. That is an edge device, basically. Ah.
0: Uh,
1: okay. okay. So now, edge computing. Obviously, you need some computing power over there. So now it is Raspberry Pi. Okay, Raspberry Pi is there. Let's say, for example, a Raspberry Pi. So, edge device what does edge device do basically? It pre-process the data before sending it to the cloud. Hmm. Okay. Edge computing. that's something is edge computing is all about. Okay. When okay. suppose you have you are you are uh, taking an image. Okay. Hmm so it it has some size some some pixel by some pixel and some mb of size okay mm-hmm. so you you send you don't send that chunk of data to to the cloud straight away okay. correct that correct. will that will you that will what what would that do is it will use your 4g or 5g or whatever whatever connectivity bandwidth it is especially if you are mm-hmm. using 4g 5g or 3g networks, so obviously the data rates you are going to go pay high for that basically if you are going to send a huge chunks of data so what mm-hmm. what data uh, edge location does is uh, at this time, eh, it will shrink the data. It will pre process okay. the data. It could be like in a simple half month coding algorithm, like you know to 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 like you know to to pack the data to have seventy eight to eighty percent of data uh, getting reduced or twenty to thirty percent of data getting reduced. The data being generated and data being sent is a twenty percent difference, like. 2MB was generated, but we are sending just 1.7MB or something like that. Okay, use mm-hmm. zip. Uh, like, you know, the zip and compressing algorithms are there. So, this kind of pre-processing before sending data to the cloud, all those things are done at the at the, at the edge location, basically.
2: Ah.
1: Okay, so all okay. those computing, basically, all those computing, zipping, or doing some mm-hmm. pre-processing, or doing some, like, you know, some kind of mathematical operations, maybe. Okay, okay. Sometimes happens, like, you don't need to... S- though there are 10 different types of data okay Mm -hmm. but you what you can do is you can eliminate like uh, you know two or three types of data so you can do that thing on edge only okay i just need three types of data i just send it to the just send three types of data
0: okay Okay. so essentially we are trying to you know reduce the number of uh, bandwidth uh, that we push on to cloud
1: exactly and secondly Secondly, you save on cloud-side computing, computing time, basically. Someone who is using uh. AWS, someone who is using Azure or something cloud, paid mm-hmm. clouds kind of you know, services, okay? mm-hmm. you are just reducing the computing usage over there, basically.
0: Which is uh, proportional to the cost.
1: Yes, yes, yes. All those things comes down to money. Okay? Mm-hmm. A device should always save time or generate money
0: ah that's very well said
1: Okay. Yeah. It should always save time or generate some money that's
0: great like- good yeah that's that's very well said i mean yeah uh, i really can understand why uh you know edge computing has been uh you know uh, given a lot of emphasis yeah. and uh, there's a lot of work also i i keep reading uh, some you know research papers and all these things you yes. know recently i <clears throat> uh, in my earlier episodes i spoke about uh you know MIT coming up with this uh, new uh you know framework basically where uh, they are making it possible to uh, you know run all the uh, uh models machine uh, machine learning models also on a microcontroller rather than usually you know we have CPUs and GPUs yep. and uh, you know this high processing uh, uh, capability devices uh, uh, chips but uh uh, they are. They have come up with a framework where you know you can also run these things or in a on a microcontroller. Uh, basically, so. that,
1: that that part you are talking about, right? That is nothing but edge computing, basically.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. So on a on a normal note, what would you do? You will take the data, you will send it to the cloud, and the cloud mm-hmm. will come back with the with the insight. Okay, stop this Correct. or do this. Rather than mm-hmm. doing that thing, you put some little intelligence over there, work it out, mm-hmm. and take the decision on the board itself okay yeah correct. so so yeah. basically but the,
0: so, so, yeah continue, continue. Yeah. yeah so i mean uh, yeah that, that's really uh, you know uh, the point but uh, you know because uh, you know i think what mit has uh, come up with is really path breaking because uh, uh, microcontrollers uh, really have uh, less uh, processing power and yeah. despite having that less processing power, uh, we are able to run this huge, uh, you know, uh, models on it, uh, which usually consume a lot of this thing. No, no. It also means that, you know, uh, I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, but uh, it uh, it definitely also meets, uh, 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 is also proportional to the power that is consumed. Because exactly. if the processing power is reduced, uh, it is directly proportional to the power that is consumed, right? Exactly, exactly so, obviously, obviously. Automatically, the life of that edge uh, device which runs on any battery usually uh, increases over time.
1: Obviously. So, when yeah. it comes to battery-operated devices, you need to you need to keep track of every every one micro-ampere of the current. Okay? Because obviously, when you say, like, you know, deploying a device that is run on battery and that too, when you say, mm-hmm. like, uh, writing such algorithms on that uh, ml algorithms on microcontroller right and i i, I just uh, i just i never did this thing actually i will surely explore this thing but when really you honestly if they are saying that thing that means they are doing it on 32 bit at
0: least ah uh-huh. Yeah, they should be. Possible.
1: 8-bit is just not possible. 8-bit is
0: like... No, I haven't gone through the uh, technicals much in that's much that. deeper. Yeah, that's cool. That's uh, cool. And, but uh, yeah, the, recently they have put out a paper. So I'll yeah. share the link uh, so, offline with so you. you and also a... I'll link it down in the show notes yeah. so that, you know, the listeners can go through it. Yeah.
1: So uh, you know drones, right? Yeah. Drones. Uh, have mm-hmm. you heard about Kalman Filter?
0: No. What is that? Uh,
1: Kalman Filter is a... Is a uh, how can I tell you? Uh, one thing I get back to that. Do you know PID process integration and derivative? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. This kind of heavy algorithms, right? Okay, mm-hmm. Kalman filtering algorithm, PID algorithm. Such algorithms, uh-huh. yeah, they make it very heavy. Like you know, they are full of mathematical computing computations basically. Matrix, everything, everything, everything is in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. This computer kind of computation. The drones work on this thing basically. All those drones. Okay, uh-huh. so yeah, so I I have seen lots of people making drones out of 8-bit processor and everything. Okay, so nowadays mm-hmm. people are like, you know, the processors are getting a little faster, like, you know, at Mega 3 Two like, you know, Arduino with 16 Megahertz, which is more like enough for that. But people mm-hmm. are extending, like, you know, a code memory and everything, and they're trying to put all those things on that. So correct, people are correct. experimenting a lot. But uh, ML and ML, DL is just not possible, for sure. DL is just another level of, like, you know, uh, computing, basically. ML is mm-hmm. purely, again, into the mathematical thing. I can I don't see any like, any any hurdle in that because I have uh, actually worked on that mathematical complexity uh, while mm-hmm. doing my master's, okay, drones and everything. My drone was one of my projects. So I know, I know, microcontrollers, 32-bit microcontroller are very much like, you know, capable of doing ml and everything if they're putting uh, something like you know something like that some kind of libraries that can just just uh, like you know kind of plug and play or some kind of apis it's mm-hmm. going to be a super hit thing actually having developers uh,
0: yeah got it okay that so that that's that's really great i mean uh, i uh, we have uh, uh, we, we are seeing a lot of different uh, Uh, You know, emphasis on these things, which would uh, actually help, uh, you know, uh, uh, from things like, you know, uh, also it would give us a kind of manual control also because when we have everything being processed at the edge uh, side, uh, you know, it also brings in... uh, some control, uh, some control over what, uh, you know, is happening with that. Because yeah. with the recent uh, thing, uh, the AWS outage, it, you know, in e- US East 1 region, I'm, I'm not sure if you have heard, some, heard yeah, of I've it, heard but about
1: it, but I don't know the details about it, where it happened.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, the complete uh, AWS uh, East 1 region, uh, US East 1 region was down and uh, which actually uh, caused a lot of uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, noise on Twitter yeah, because yeah. like people uh, started tweeting like you know my doorbell is not working because AWS is down, right? Uh, oh my my, my washing device machine device. is not working because AWS is down. So all these things, uh, probably this uh, edge computing would uh, you know uh, uh, solve these problems like you know whatever computation happens yeah. on uh, cloud, it, it be could be for for some time could be uh, pushed offline and could be done there also.
1: Yeah, yeah, some applications, some some quick, fast decision makings. OK, so, mm-hmm. yeah, that can be surely taken care of. Like, you know, uh, age, age location.
0: Yeah, that's great. So wh- I'm now curious to know what what all things are happening at Gio. Uh, wh- What uh, you know, I, 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 you know, never expect you to talk much, uh, you know, put out your secrets, I know uh yeah. sir mukesh ambani sir is you know trying to do a lot of things there i would uh, really want to know a few insights about uh, where jio is planning to go uh, f- five or 10 years down the line and what specifically is doing uh, is jio doing for iot uh
1: basically iot um, jio is all about IoT. jio's basic uh, basic product are around nbiot mm-hmm. okay Geo don't like you know. At least I don't know. There are there are few teams obviously. There is a huge company. There will be some team somewhere. Okay, they will be working on some kind of a Wi-Fi related IoT products or 4G related IoT products, obviously. But mm-hmm. basic, basic, uh, like you know, uh, basic. Uh, what do you call that? The focus is more on the IoT. What, and,
0: what is NB IoT? Uh,
1: it's basically the if you have to start with the full form. Basically, it's narrow band IoT. Okay. okay. Narrowband IoTs are nothing but a small. Uh, have you seen SIEM 900 module? Like uh, you get yeah you yeah electronic <laughs> shop like you know yeah you which which we can in interface
0: front. with Arduino Raspberry Pi. Yeah, Pals,
1: exactly, yeah. exactly. So these are the modules. Okay, so that can be like you know, basically this kind of uh, like you know this kind of modules we are like you know that is the basic uh, you know Geo's what next is going to come up, like, into the IoT sector, basically. Like, you know, having that product based on that kind of, like, modules, different, different products mm-hmm. based on the modules, okay? So, there are going to be, like, you know, uh, lots of things uh, that are that are more on the 4G or 5G side, okay? So, that might be replaced with some kind of, like, you know, this kind of low-bandwidth devices that will leverage, like, you know, uh, basically, mm. what do you call battery-operated devices and everything like that this is something that is going to take over like in the next five years or something. Not five years, let's not go that far. At least for next two years, basically.
0: Oh, so that's uh, really coming so fast. Uh, I think, you know, probably we'll see something great coming up in 2021 or 2022, probably. So, yeah, that's great. And uh, now when you say it's uh, narrowband IoT, uh, uh, you know, I'm sure... You're talking about the you know the low bandwidth uh, device, uh, uh, you know spectrum where uh, you know it the maximum speed is uh, at most twenty kbps and all these things, right? So uh, th- this is usually used for you know uh, simple IoT devices uh, to uh, push. U- usually IoT devices doesn't push a lot of data because everything is almost uh, edge computed or uh, probably even if like if you want to turn on or off a light, it hardly needs you know a couple of bytes of data
1: right 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 so, so, so basically that's the idea basically you know uh, when, mm-hmm. when where the data data transaction is at, at a very really low scale basically a few hundred bytes or something so such mm-hmm. you cannot stream a song on this for sure
2: no you can't yeah.
1: because yeah. after after few bytes of data uh, the song comes next okay mm-hmm. so then after the images and everything 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 so this, this is right. more like you know this is more like uh, a, a low level Battery operated devices where you need, like, you know, on edge location where, where, where it is very remote location. Once you go mm-hmm. there, there is no Wi Fi access or Ethernet access or something like that. So, such kind mm-hmm. of locations, such kind of things where simple data needs to be transacted, few few sensors, few hundred bytes or few two hundred, couple of hundred bytes or something like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. First few thousand bytes, basically, right? thousand bytes or two thousand bytes, whatever it is. So, mm-hmm. that kind of 1KB, 2KB, right? So these mm-hmm. kind of devices really are the good, uh, good uh, like you know, replacement for like you know the current infrastructure like you now. So first of all, they don't need any kind of line of sight. Secondly, okay. they are very really low power consuming. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thirdly, they are robust.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: All you need to do is packaging, package them well. As I said, plug and play kind of thing. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, so dedicated device, okay, if you produce this device in this location, it will start measuring temperature, humidity and everything and it will start sending it to the cloud, that's all.
0: Uh, But why is that, you know, when IoT devices need such small amount of data, then why do we need 5G?
1: No, 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 5G is totally different thing. 5G is for your communication, top, voltage, calls and everything. Okay, totally yeah, but also
0: I, I, I hear that, you know, uh, you know, uh, smart cars uh, or, you know, driverless cars might use obviously, 5G obviously and yeah, all these I think, things.
1: I mean, the NBiOT, the sp- as the bandwidth is low, the speed is also a little lower. I don't know the exact number of the speed, but of mm-hmm. speed but speed is also lower. But when you are looking for something called real-time, real-time application, mm-hmm. okay, if, uh, if you send a query, okay, what if what if you do something like this you say say you ask on google what is nbiot and it takes like three to four seconds to get back to you with a reply
0: no i almost think my wi-fi router is not working
1: yeah it takes <laughs> one second of the, uh, if, if it takes even somewhere around one second or two seconds in real life okay you yeah. will still be like yeah it's too low okay yeah. start of this, we'll start star,
0: we'll start bullying, uh,
1: so so that's what happens so that is the difference between that thing so will you if i tell you uh okay if you're just going to google and do some web browsing some kind of like you know web pages or something like that and i give you Mm NDI. okay you say okay what is two plus five and uh, okay let me have some water till that the result will be in front of me
0: Oh, okay, so that, that's, that that would actually take us 10 years back the time.
1: Yeah, the, so but not that slow. It's not that slow, but obviously mm-hmm. it's not that slow. But application-wise, obviously, it will never match 4G or 3G or 5G. Mm-hmm. Okay, there are things, researches are going on where the speed will be boosted and everything like that. Oh, for sure, obviously, that is a future for everything. Everything gets boosted with time. Okay, Correct. So it's not that slow. You will surely get the data in a, under a second or something like that for sure. But there are mm-hmm. some limitations, where, uh, there are some limitations basically like you know when it comes to re- remote, okay 5G modules and everything, they take a lot of power. Okay?
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, if, if some kind of NBRD device is in your phone, your phone will never drain out of battery, it will be like 3310 like kind of Android phone. It's, Correct. Once you mm-hmm. charge it, it runs for five days, no issues. Yeah. Okay, so when when you take by the phone, 5G phone, what is the first thing you see Are a battery kidney size key? Oh, mm-hmm. it's a five G phone and the battery size is just two thousand MA. You will say I, I have to wear start recharge the battery every now and then. And pubg jika a game winning ooga. Yes, a game buying Pub Goldko. So battery battery data. These are the, these are the, like you know, these are the little 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 things, okay? I will tell you, yeah. these are the little little things as a PM, okay, you really pinpoint when you are uh, initiating any product.
2: Correct, okay, correct,
1: correct. Okay. initiating a product means basically where where you get a business case from the top management. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, then a uh, the PM get allotted in that. Then, then there are things that are explained like, you know, what all things need to be built and everything. Okay, mm-hmm. then the scope and everything that, that get designed. It's a business case basically. Business case and product owner name basically. Suppose, let's say, uh, uh, we're building a, a smart car. Product owner mm-hmm. is uh, SAI. Okay. Okay. After that, SAI will come back to, like, you know, then there will be a calls, there will be a meetings and everything where the scope of project, first release of the project, uh, when we say the MVP, minimum viable mm-hmm. product, okay? Okay, this is something, basic features, they are going to be there, minimum viable product. Okay. So What will be first MVP? What will be the second MVP? What will be the third MVP? What will be the mm-hmm. first MMP, basically? Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, marketable product and everything. So that are things that will come back, like you know, that will come in the later stage. So at the uh, when when now when I said first uh, first MVP, right? So it's your duty to pinpoint things. Car will have four wheels or five wheels. Car will have (laughs) right, you know, car will have stereo or not? No stereo. If stereo, then it will be like a particular company A or particular company B.
2: Okay, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. car limited speed. How what should be the limit of the speed? Okay, so that's mm-hmm. how it will be automatic or not non-automatic or uh, semi-automatic car. Okay, so yeah, so that's kind of the steering with really square shaped or round shaped. You need to ask. Though you know it, but you see your job. You need to ask. Sometimes what happens? Correct, correct. No, nobody told you because you never asked. Yeah, we,
0: just we blindly life. assume uh, yeah. things like so, no, that's
1: yeah. So, the, yeah. so the stakeholder be like. yeah, Ah. basically ah. that's how it
0: happens you
1: never asked and you requirements to... gathering basically exactly requirement gathering this is one part there is something called requirement elicitation okay okay the elicitation is deeper okay when you okay. get something okay when you get a requirement you need to build this thing so so once you get a requirement okay? The elicitation part is more like you know then you will grill that person why do you want to build this thing how exactly mm-hmm. what exactly you are expecting from this feature okay mm-hmm. uh, build a feature is okay mm-hmm. okay i want two extra wheels if i f1 if wheel go out, goes out goes like you know something some some pin hits my tire or something it goes mm-hmm. that then, mm-hmm. uh, then the stakeholder tells you we need two spare wheels you will be like two spare wheels okay now, tell me, why Why not just one on, why you want to spare? How is it going to, like, you know, help you in future? If you're, oh. then you will surely ask him, like, if you're going to go into the territorial region or some kind of region where you think that there will be a need of life. So, this is required. requirement. You t- try to extract more information. Requirement uh, gathering no. is somebody tells you, do this thing. Mm-hmm. situation is, once you get the requirement, you need to go to the why this is? Uh, why this requirement is necessary mm-hmm. you need to extract more and more piece of information from that it's like it's part of the design thinking okay, okay trying uh, to get but... into shoes of like you know your, uh, your uh, uh,
0: stakeholder Customers. Yeah,
1: why stakeholders why he needs particular thing
0: basically mm-hmm.
1: so that's 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 the beauty of product management basically
0: Great. great. So, you know, uh, th- those were really uh, great insights from a project management perspective. But, you know, uh, a part of uh, job of project managers is also, uh, you know, interviewing people, uh, hiring new people, uh, if I'm not wrong. Right. So yeah. w- what but what at Geo, Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No,
1: no, no. Go on, go
0: on. Totally go on. Yeah. So uh, uh, so w- what? What at Geo usually uh, is looked at when you are hiring someone uh, for uh, specifically for IoT uh, related roles? Well, and usually what what are the roles, different roles that uh, you hire for?
1: Yeah, basically, uh, when you say, as, as I said, IoT is divided into five different things. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So when, when, when somebody is hired as an IoT engineer. Okay. okay so we would surely like to interview in five different, two to three different sections of IoT. Okay. Mm-hmm. So obviously when you are you are coming in for an interview, say, okay, you will have some things that you know and you will have some things you don't know and you will have some things that you are good at.
2: Okay. okay. Expert yeah.
1: level good at. Okay. That is more than enough. Okay. so. If as I said, there are there are a few things like hardware, hardware uh, device, software, basically embedded software, say uh, to keep mm-hmm. it very simple. Okay, communication basically you will use socket yeah. or MQTT or something. Okay, then mm-hmm. cloud platform, then cloud application. When an mm-hmm. engineer comes into the place. It is expected that okay he knows every bit of it, and uh, he should be a master of one thing for sure. Okay. Okay. Maybe if I'm hiring someone for a dashboard, IoT dashboard mm-hmm. generation or something. Okay. No, mm-hmm. no, it's not a right profile. Uh, it won't come under IoT basically. Suppose I'm, I'm hiring an IoT engineer who is good with cloud side basically. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I will surely ask him, uh, do you know uh, what electronics and what kind of data you are expecting to come in? He will be like, okay, uh, I understand there are a couple of sensors you have. Is some kind of edge device that you have. It will be sending the data in this format. Uh, my job is to create APIs that can be embedded with 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 an 8-bit microcontroller, 32 microcontroller, 32-bit microcontroller uh, embedded uh, device. I don't know mm-hmm. how to program embedded device, but he knows. He understands that the API needs to be compatible, JSON, uh-huh. everything. What kind of what kind of like you know, uh, what kind of overhead, what kind of data that that can be handled by the both side. If the embedded mm-hmm. device is not capable of handling so some some particular format, then how should he write an API that 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 the both things come on the same page basically? So this mm-hmm. kind of like you know understanding on a cloud side basically. So on a, on, a, on, a, on the on the on the on embedded side, obviously it's an exact opposite replica. Mm-hmm. Obviously, so if if JSON is expected on that side, you should be able to like you know format a string in a way that it will look like a JSON on that side. Mm-hmm. this kind of like you know this kind of real deal real. this is a real deal question that we ask how will you do this how will you do that okay when okay. you say you are an iot then what kind of why why would you say it's in particular uh, particular transmission channel uh, if there is mqtt why socket why, if socket why mqtt okay there are different okay then there are there are different things like xmpp and everything there are many other different uh application communication right, protocols exchange yeah. communication protocols are available basically. So you need to know like you need to he uh, needs to have understanding of every sector. Mm-hmm. But he should be very much pro at least with one thing. Got it.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. So that's where IoT engineer comes in. Whenever you see the profile of IoT engineer, they will expect at least two to three things you should know. And there will be a sec- section down under there will be expecting they will be writing good if you know these things.
2: Hmm.
1: Okay. So, IoT engineer is a pretty like you know pretty. You, you are at you are good at everything, but expert at few things. You are, may jack of all and master of at least two to three things. Got it. That, that Got is it. that is IoT
0: basically. That is basically yeah. expected yeah. in IoT. Yeah. You are
1: coming up as an engineer and you are telling me like I know resistor values, capacitor values, design LC oscillator and everything. Oh, you are a hardcore was hardware engineer. -hmm. Okay, you know cloud and everything. I know schemas and everything, 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 everything. I know I can generate APIs and everything, but I have no idea about what sensors are about, everything. You are a cloud application engineer, developer basically. Mm -hmm. So IoT product manager, what IoT product manager brings in when you don't have IoT engineers? Okay, there are bits and pieces. There's hardware guy, there's software guy, there's embedded hardware, there's embedded software, there's full stack developer. We fuse them together. We take uh, three, four right. guys, we fuse them and we make one IoT guy over there. We sit in between. We tell mm. them, we tell we, we it's our duty to tell like, you know, okay, it's a microcontroller. Okay, this component of data needs to be sent. I will tell the mm-hmm. uh, another guy also, this kind of data, you should be expecting. You should build it that way. You should fuse it that way. That, that is how it, it works, basically. Great,
0: great. All right, so yeah, that that's all. Uh, I wanted to know what, oh, yeah, uh, that's how about...
1: you hire basically. That's how. you mm.
0: Yeah. Great. Great. So, anyone uh, you know from our listeners, if they really want to get into IOT or uh, you know, uh, or generally want to know how hiring goes on for uh, IOT, this uh, these points will be definitely help, help them. them. You know, they should yeah. enough.
1: You know. well, obviously, you need to dig in deep and study a few things. Obviously. You can't be just like, okay, okay, these are the few points, but there are a few details. No, uh, it's (laughs) not like uh, leaking some question (laughs)
0: paper here, but yeah, (laughs) Yeah. definitely, uh, they'll get a gist of what, what are expected usually.
1: What is
0: expected. Yeah. Great. So those were all the questions I had for you today uh, here, Piyush. Uh, Thanks a lot. You know, you really did, uh, uh, gave us uh, a lot of great insights. uh, Also from your, uh, you know, expertise where you day in and out handle a lot of things At even at geo uh you know uh, a lot of great things learned here today thanks a lot for your time today thank yes. you
1: thanks Sai, for having me here this was a really good nice experience okay and it's completely my pleasure to be here and i look great. forward to come up to get get in like you know get this, this kind of conversation with you on some different topics some day later okay sure
0: sure definitely i would love to do that yeah. great thank you thanks a lot all right man have a good day Bye. bye all right so that brings me to the end of this podcast and if you are interested in such more interesting iot related content or iot related stuff also if you are looking for any job opportunities and all stuff i keep posting such things in my telegram channel So you can join it by logging on to belk.iot.in slash join us. There's a hyphen between join and us. And if you like this podcast please make sure that you hit the follow or subscribe button where you get your podcast from. I bring this podcast episodes every Saturday, so you'll get notified whenever you get a new podcast episode from me. And also that encourages me to bring for you such more interesting podcast episodes further. Thanks again and until next time, keep doing awesome as always.